He was up higher than everyone, and like... Ross Masky? Yes! Like, or like, like Donkey Kong smashing a barrel or something. Like, but with his head on the ball. Alright, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. I am David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. Dave. Yeah. So, NBC Sports called this past Saturday's match between Arsenal and Tottenham the biggest North London derby ever. Do you want to know what my biggest takeaway from this match, though, was? I don't know. They've had some big derbies. Maybe because their places in the table becomes the biggest yeah. ever. Yeah, but but that wasn't what I walked away from the match thinking about. You, Can the, I tell you? The go clashes, ahead. the physical clashes. Yeah. That they had that mounted police separate oh, the, the bloody fans, faces the bloody in the faces. streets. It was like circus. Are you referencing that? Like it's sort of a war outside the stadium? They, no. The, the Arsenal fans had to get escorted by police to their seats in the stadium from all the way outside the, the stadium. The anti-Semitic chants. No, no, none of that, actually. Okay. None, none of that was my biggest takeaway. All right. My biggest takeaway from this match was you make a mean breakfast, Dave. Oh. <clears throat> well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I absolutely. Eggs. Uh, Everything bagel. Sandwiches. Rolls. Bacon. Cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I, I love, listen, I love to eat. It's probably no big surprise to anyone who really knows me. I appreciate food. But I love to cook breakfast. Hmm. I love coffee. I love breakfast at the Barclays. Mm. Which, after this year, that won't have the same ring anymore. No, it, it will uh, It'll be kind of weird to say that because no one will know what you mean if they're new no. to the sport. We could call it the breakfast buffets of soccer or something. Hmm. Yeah. Has anyone declared a sponsor yet? I don't think they're going to have one. I think they've decided they're, they're uh, big enough not the to have English Premier mm-hmm. League. Yep, yep. Interesting. How was Bloody Face Fan not the biggest takeaway for you? Because Dave's eggs are that good. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you like the eggs. Okay, yeah, it was sort excellent. Of, maybe some kegs and eggs. It was always fun to fun to call things, even though there wasn't really kegs going on. Yeah, there, there wasn't orange Coffee juice. And there wasn't orange juice either. You know, I did have orange juice. I forgot. I just never got it out. Oh, great. So in case you haven't figured it out, we had our first ever yes. Fantasy Soccer FC viewing party. Can we call it that? It was I, a viewing party. I, absolutely. For I, the biggest North London derby ever. Biggest game of the weekend. Yeah, that's true. It was really good. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah. having you guys over. It was My family was out of town, so it made it easy uh, to host Brian and Scott over, and uh, it was a good time. And you made us breakfast. As I feel like a host should. I should mm. provide food and drink if I'm going to invite you to my house. Yeah, I don't want to sound unappreciative. It was really good. <laughs> no. And With or without orange juice. I would love to do it again. <laughs> to our wives, we need to do this on a regular basis. Our wives, if you listen this far, four minutes or so into the pod, you know, understand that we, we need to be able to do this on a regular basis. It makes us be able to do our jobs a little easier. That's right. That's right. All right, well... To the matches? I think we need to go to the matches. So let's start here. Tottenham, two. Arsenal, two. two. And now, an Arsenal moment with Dave. 
I almost just don't even know where to start. <laughs> I, I threw you off. You don't know no, what to do anymore. No, 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 no. It, it's weird. I, I mix emotions because when you when you go down to ten men, um, well, first of all, I was I was really concerned when I when I saw the lineup that Wenger was putting out there. It was a lineup that he had not started all year um, with Welbeck up top with El Nani and Kokalan in the midfield. Um, you know, right in front of the defense. Gibbs was starting in front of Montreal. <laughs> I, that was funny, Brian. You appreciate the, my... Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, Down in Montego Bay. <laughs> I was concerned about um, the form of some of the players. Ramsey has not been good. Sanchez has not been good. And I realized <clears throat> as the first half started going on, Ramsey hasn't been great or hasn't been very good since... Um, Santi Cazorla went out of the lineup, and, and what happened was when Santi Cazorla went out of the lineup, Ramsey slid back to Santi's spot next to the defensive holding midfielder as the, the deep-lying playmaker going forward. Uh, Ramsey, earlier in the season, started as, uh, as the left wing um, or the right wing. He would, he would rotate either side, and I realized he's just a lot better in that position than I thought when he was moved back to the other position. So he goes back to that position, ends up scoring. Um, I'm thinking this is fantastic because the Spurs owned the first 20, 25, 30 minutes of the game. Ramsey scores in the 39th minute on a masterful back heel uh, assist from Bellerin. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, second half comes, Conklin gets a Coquelin gets a Scott what proper pronunciation no you're good one, no. one of those two is, was right one of yeah. 50% okay. yeah you got it he would know what you were saying if he was talking to you so <laughs> you know in the first half he gets a yellow he and Bellerin got yellows within the first 20 minutes and I wasn't concerned about Bellerin's yellow but I remember saying to Brian Conklin's <laughs> red I mean yellow that's a serious serious because he gets a lot of them because he's exactly impressive and he does said. get a lot of them yeah. you called it as a problem uh we can now so then the 55th minute come rolls yeah. around and he the second he goes to ground he realizes what he did and he gets the second yellow and he gets ejected and then five minutes later spurs score their first goal and then two minutes after that spurs then score their second goal speaking of masterful strikes harry kane, harry kane from an impossible wonder angle. strike a laser with a bend on it. A bending laser wonder strike, as Brian just said. Uh, that channel lost in powers a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, like, at that point, you know, team's going really well. In a span of, like, seven minutes, you go from possibly getting three points and looking dangerous at times to to looking uh, in trouble. And Thankfully, Sanchez pulls one back in the 76th minute, even though they're down ten men. And, and then even at the death of the game... Ramsey has the last chance on a through pass from Sanchez that could have stolen the game, which would have been just huge. But you know why that didn't happen? Do you know why? Because Arsenal doesn't have luck. They don't have luck like other teams do. They never do. They have to fight for every single flipping little goal they get. Woe is us. Yeah. Dave, you, you just managed to mention nearly the entire starting 11. I think you got 10 of the 11 in there. You, you left one guy out. I'll see if you can figure out who that is. I haven't mentioned Ozil yet. Well, okay, so there's one more. Nine out of the And Ospina. Ospina. Ospina with nine saves. He was 
He did. He did from, flips. I swear he was flipping from in the neutral. Goal. Scott, what did you feel about Ospina? <laughs> he was. He was uh, acrobatic. It was pretty incredible. He had to do some amazing things to he's keep the ball out of the Colum- net. He's a little Colombian ninja. He's he's a little, he, like he's not your average. He's like a Santi Cazorla, a little short average. You know, I thought you were going to say. Goalie. I thought you were say he's not your average Colombian ninja. Well, he's not that either. There are no average <laughs> Colombian ninjas. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> How long is checkout? I don't know. It's like two or three more weeks. Yeah, How do you feel about that? When with Ospina I mean, doing backflips, looks pretty good. Ospina's great when when he doesn't have time to think about things. When he's when it's pure reaction type stuff, that's probably when he's at his best. It's where Czech makes really good decisions is on on set pieces and corners when to come out. And 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 hit them out. Even though I feel like he blundered the Swansea goal from a couple of weeks ago, but Czech's experience there, I feel like, really gives him the edge on Ospina. But when it comes to just raw talent and reaction in front of the goal, Ospina's really good. That's probably when he's at his best. So are you picking him up for the next month? Yeah, he's five bucks. No, do do I'm not. Him? I'm not because of Arsenal's uh, Arsenal schedule. It's not horrible, but <clears throat> I don't know. That's a good question. It depends. Right now, transfers I feel like are so valuable, mm. yeah. and we'll, we're going to get to some strategy because there's what there's four games not happening this week, right? So there's eight teams that aren't available to you, depending on Arsenal result with Hull. Right? Yes. Right now, they're still scheduled to play at the weekend because they're playing midweek. So the other teams that I think that they're still not. If if they win the game, I think they still play their Premier League game on the weekend. I guess it could be later. rescheduled. Yeah. So, yes, it's going to be fielding a fantasy team this week. You can do it, but again, in my opinion, you got to be careful. You've got to cut your losses because the people that you would get rid of this week, like an Everton player or a Liverpool player, hey, or because the the postponed matches, right? Mm-hmm. That turns around, and that games haven't been rescheduled yet, but there will be a double match week where all those people who didn't play this week will play again. And the more people you can have in your lineup when that double match week comes, the better you will be, for sure. Anything else about Arsenal that you'd like to say? Wellbeck looked really good. Mm, okay. Um, and He's uh, still not in the top tier of strikers, though, that you're going to be playing for no, fantasy. No, no, he's not. And, you know... Right now, the only players I'm playing fantasy-wise on Arsenal would be Ozil and possibly Sanchez. I would consider Sanchez possibly. Because mm, he scored. Well, the last two weeks, I, I've seen a little bit. I'm, he's still not up to where I think his standard is. But the last two weeks, he's had six and eight points, respectively. So Respectable. Um, Walcott, I'm not playing. Maybe a Bellerin. Um, but probably not. If Ramsey plays on the wing, if he starts again on the wing, that's interesting. To yeah, me. I'm still not convinced that if he's trying to score, that he's capable of scoring. Okay, that's that's fair. Masterful back heel. Kind of looked like he maybe got lucky. Mm-mm. But it's he said a, it wasn't. He said it was that's skill. That's a training ground. That's a training ground play. How the, yeah, because yeah, you, you can you can replicate that over and over again. <laughs> you think that that's something we would have seen in the Puma Forever Faster Arsenal mm. commercial? Is mm. is Ramsey practicing Maybe the masterful on, back on heel. the next 
Puma commercial that might make the cut. You should send a request. Puma would probably like to throw that in there. Do you think we could request the jerseys, the kits, to be tighter? No. <laughs> Is it I, I possible? Don't, I don't want to. To have the stupid kits tighter? <laughs> no. I hope I speak for most <clears throat> Arsenal fans that the sooner we get rid of Puma making our, our kits, the better. What was it that I said during the match? That I've never seen so many... Nipples? No, I didn't say nipples. Well, pecs? No, I wouldn't biceps? say Biceps? Like, it's no. ridiculous. Yeah, there, there were a lot of man breasts on the, on the pitch. Uh, let's talk about Spurs. Yes, all right. There was two teams in this match. Yeah, there were. Brian, give us your Spurs analysis. I like Spurs. Mm-hmm, you um, know. It was a good game for, for watching, but I would say Spurs, to me... I I think because of a lot of the reschedules, I think I think Tottenham players kind of are target players for the for the remainder mm. of the season. Yeah. Alder Alder nice. Um, he had a nice goal. Yeah, he did have a nice goal. I think he's I think he's an obvious an obvious guy. I think um, Christian Eriksen was the guy that I was really. Wanting, I think, out of everyone that was left, I think we talked about that that you know, last week. That just comparative with with Ali, who's owned thirty percent more, or thirty, you know, th- a total of thirty percent more than Ericsson. That I, I think Ericsson was, or than Ali, I think Ericsson's preferable for me anyway. Yeah, and I think Harry Kane, I mean, it just yeah. continues to show why he's. I want to give you in a way a must start. I want to give you something that's going to reaffirm your choice of Ericsson over Ali. Okay. Um, after the match, and yep. I think it was after the match. Um, I certainly read the article after the match, but I saw an interview uh, with Pochettino, the manager for Tottenham, saying that Ali has knee and ankle issues yeah, that he's, he's working through. Pain. He's bru- playing he's through pain, playing through the bruises. And he, when when asked <laughs> if he would be resting Ali during the stretch run of the season, Pochettino didn't deny he would do that. Obviously, Ali, I don't think he started. He came off the bench in this match, if I remember right, didn't he? No. Did he start? I think he started. Okay, we'll have to mm-hmm. look into that. He here, had six points. He, so... played for, he played the full 90. He played yeah. the full Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, and it was the match before that where he, he came in That's with about correct. 15 minutes left. They're okay. giving him the assist on the Kane goal? Yeah. He's okay. the one that chased it to the byline. Great. Good, um, good match for him. So he did play the full 90. I don't think he's going to do that the rest of the season, especially with the fixture pileup that they have. Europa League matches uh, uh, put in there, uh, although they probably only have two more of those playing Borussia Dortmund. But um, bottom line is, I don't think he's going to be on the pitch as much as some of these other guys that are going to be uh, out there for Spurs and a lot of the other midfield players we've been talking about mm-hmm. that are, that are quality. Again, as usual, my predictions could be wrong, but I think Deli Ali just for the simple fact that he's going to have fewer minutes. Yeah. Going to the end of the year, he's he may be a guy I, I I've sold him, yeah, and don't plan to buy him back. Yeah, I sold him too. Um, I think everyone was kind of impressed at, at least at one point with Danny Rose during the match. Yep, he's looked really good these last two matches. He, his his attacks. I, I'm not aware of his mm-hmm. scores. I, I they're not that. great. They're not great. They're not great. He's one of those guys that looks better on TV than he does in your fantasy lineup. I feel like, and, mm-hmm. and I made multiple notes uh, this week about certain guys who look 
who are better real life players than fantasy players. Yeah, I feel like there was a few of them that had good weeks. If you're watching a big match like this one, and Danny Rose happens to stand out to you, and it's certainly possible that he did, that's an that's an easy trap to fall into. But he's one that you probably want to avoid. There are better defenders out there. Tottenham's next four matches: at Villa, Burnmouth, at Liverpool, United. This is the weekend. Could be four wins. I mean, yeah, yeah. and that's you, what I think. You're not going to get a better matchup than playing Villa. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, Manchester City this... was glad to play Villa this past weekend. Yes. And just looking ahead, even even for this week, the, with the available matches, I mean, the the probably Leicester, Newcastle. You'd end up with a lot of Leicester players in your in your lineup. Uh, I don't see how it's any better. Anything is better than than Spurs playing Villa this weekend. I would guess that that would be a lot of... You'd probably try to max out of your three players on your roster. Yeah. Definitely. Tottenham players, so... I got nothing else in this. All right, let's move on. If Tottenham-Arsenal was the biggest match of the weekend, maybe the most entertaining match of the weekend was... Everton... Two. It was it was a great West Ham three. Great game. It really really was, and it it was entertaining. I was gonna say I think this is. I mean, it's the second match in a row, but this is like the weekend of red cards. I mean, this was this was like the was brought to you by brought to you by red cards. When you don't want to play your opponent's entire other team. Get him a red card. Okay, the <laughs> ten games this weekend, five of them had red cards, wow. and their red cards almost four out of the five were second yellows. Like, yeah, which which lends itself to just really stupid decisions. And Font in the Southampton only, game only Font was a straight, straight red. red. Yep, and it wasn't even really that great of a straight red. Like it was a kind of a like I think they're in the process of appealing it. It just like and you had players like Morel, like Morelish in this game and. Um, Mata in, and they were early reds. Yeah, like they weren't. Like Conklin's was fifty fifth minute. Morelish's here was thirty fourth minute. Mata's Mata's I think was twenty sixth. Yeah, I think he's twenty six. Second yellow, and it it just I don't know. And Milner Milner had one that was in the first half too. That was in the first I think thirty minutes. But no, that's not true. Milner's was in the sixty second minute. Forgive me, but. Bottom line is, these are smart players, experienced players for the most part, making really dumb decisions. Yeah. And you mentioned Kevin Morales was the one in this match who put his team at a disadvantage, uh, but it didn't seem to bother Romelu Lukaku much. Well, Morales is the first yellow. I was going to say the first yellow is for everyone's favorite reason. Yeah, for simula- diving. For simulation. simulation. Or diving. Great. Yeah. More of that, please. More of that. Everyone, no one touched him when he went down. Everyone loves that. That's one thing I love about English game. I feel like they give out more cards. And granted, I don't watch every other league, but they give out a lot of cards at times. They've cracked down on it. They, certainly they don't have. put up with the garbage. You know? No, no garbage. They took it out. Take out the garbage. Um, Lukaku, <laughs> Lukaku, this is why I knew whenever I sold him weeks ago that I... I was, he was sad. In, yeah, yeah. I I said it was like it was like the feeling of losing a, a like a, a beloved pet or or somebody that's close to you that you're no longer near because of a week like this. Yeah, and then just even his recent, just his form in general this whole year, he just had that. He was just a little bit off there for a few weeks, and now he's 
seems like he's back on. But yeah. this was the start of fantasy sadness <laughs> for the weekend. First of all, when he stared down Adrian at the beginning, yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. Then when he scores so ha- quickly after that, that's like that is that is that's just flexing your that's a, that's very alpha of him <laughs> to come back and dominate right after sure. that to score so sure. quickly, then gets the assist. And this is Scott and I. We're the only two. We are the only two in our group that have. Lukaku. You and I owned Lukaku for the week. Yes. That was, that was a good decision on our part. Yes, it was a very yeah. good decision on our, our part. Until <laughs> he took the PK on the, when Besic... And that was not a strong PK. I mean, it was but, nice saved by Adrian, but... As the Daily Mail pointed out, he was off his line. I, I, Adrian was off his line by yards before Lukaku kicked. It should have been... Really? This is going to be. I think yes. this is, and I, this is a little I, off subject. I think, I think this is going to be a talking point very soon for the league. Oh, uh, the goalkeeper's getting off. Coming off, it, it's something they're yeah, not but, supposed to do. They do it every time, and it's getting more and more. Blatant. Yeah, but I love it because what it's just like this is like the NFL's extra points. They moved it back thirty yards, and they finally started missing them. What are the keeper's chances of stopping these things anyway? Slim to none. I I I I give him an extra step off the line. It's a slim. It's a it. slim to none. Well, I, I don't, I don't, don't want to see PKs. it when it means that my <laughs> player is losing. Gets points. blocked. So it's minus three. That's a significant amount for the ESPN scoring. I think it's. I, I assume there's a a big drop if you do it in any other format. Yeah, yeah, no, it, there is, and. I don't know. I, Replay and photographic evidence demand that they re-kick. The I PK. like that the keepers have a chance if they... I don't like the... I mean, look, if, if it's going to be that automatic, might as well just give it to them. It sounds the, very American of you right now. The second... Looking out for as the if that wasn't, Maybe, It could be. As if that wasn't bad enough. <laughs> Lukaku, on a 1v1. Oh, yeah. that was might have been worse. Gets completely stonewalled. Adrian got big. He got, he wow. got the last, not just the last laugh. He got like the last three laughs. Yeah, he did. And that is not funny. It's not funny if you're a Lukaku owner. <laughs> if you're not. playing like me against Lukaku owners, I was thought it was fantastic. Of course you did. Everton was crushing them. They were Everton and then crushed with ten them. men. They you said that. Yeah. You said that at one point. And that happened, it seemed like, in all of the matches when they went the, down the to teams ten, that went they down got, ten men. It's like they got better. Except for Manchester United, which was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, except for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, still. you're right. Now Everton Everton was in control and then the goals started going in the opposite side of the pitch. Uh, Mark Noble with a nice uh, cross into the box, Antonio. The turning point was home. the miss PK. Yeah. All I can tell you is from watching well, yeah, the game, was... it was a tidal wave of blue. Everton was owning the game with 10 men. He misses the PK, and then all of a sudden it was like West Ham is just scrambling and now bombing forward. Well, and the, the 1v1 was, was prior yeah. to Antonio's right. goal. All yeah. of that happened prior to Antonio's goal. They yeah. should have been up 3-0. Or four. And put the game in yeah, exactly. the game That's the away. difference. Because then when West Ham scores, instead of being down 3-1 or 4-1, they're only down 2-1. Yeah. One more goal ties it up. And, and the then English belief kicks in. What's the belief? Yeah. What's the worst lead in 
in in football. Two nil. Two nil. It's, it's, it's same with hockey. <laughs> same with. It's a uh, false sense think, of security, and then once the team gets one goal back, they now have Brian, as you said, belief. Belief is right? belief is key. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's what they say. They had belief. That's, it makes sense. Two zero also not. Can we put a least. plaque? Can we put that on a plaque? No, that's belief not, is key. Worst with a picture of that's a key underneath. That's, wall. that's not cat poster belief. quality. Saying belief <laughs> is key. That doesn't even make sense. Belief two zero also it the makes worst sense. It's I also agree. the worst cricket lead. You don't know that. I mean, we don't know anything about no cricket. <laughs> I know that there was a big rugby tournament, or maybe it's still going on. I need to. I need to know more about rugby. Dave, you didn't. You skipped over Aaron Lennon. Your no, guy. no, no. We just haven't got to him yet. I haven't got to the players yet. Oh well, what are you doing? Barkley, <laughs> Ross Barkley and McCarthy both had blasts. McCarthy's blast that should have yeah. that could have gone. Barkley right gone. now better real life player than fantasy player. Yeah, yeah. After this week, Good only no, because he... his actually it probably will be this week because I, I probably will replace him with someone who actually plays. Barkley his last five games sixteen. Four three three two, and his price is dropping. I had gained a little bit on his price while I had him. I think I want to sell him before the price drops anymore. I keep waiting for him to have a a big week, but it hasn't been it's happening. Wherefore, his partner, Barclays is seven point eight right now. His partner, Aaron Lennon, in yeah. midfield, is value a six point five. Now, to your credit, million dollars. Yeah, and. His price is going up. Yep. Point oh three. He went. His price went up point oh three this week. I was been talking about Lennon for like the last. I was going to say weeks. that to your credit, you've been talking about him for a little while yes. now. And guess who still hasn't picked him up? Any of us. I've been owning the wrong Everton. Hopefully, player. our listeners. I hope so too. I really, really do. Lennon's last five matches: ten, ten, three, nine, nine. Those are good numbers. The only person who has scored. More than that, I believe, is either Antonio or Firmino hmm. in the last five weeks. And Don't that talk is about it. Firmino. We'll talk about Firmino in a minute. So, other, yeah, I other, love Lennon. And, uh, the other plus for him is that he's lightly owned. He's so t- he's only 1.3%. I doubt that lasts. But, no, it's not going to last, but, but how much can it possibly go up? That's where I think, I think even looking this weekend, that was a, that, I think that increasingly should play into decision making players increasing values it well no i just think that the ownership scott you said that weeks ago it's it's worth looking at i think that should factor in a lot into if you can the find someone who's scoring who's not greatly owned yep. you're going to be making up ground on people yep i don't know how much more we can talk about west ham than we already have other yeah. than that mark noble is good Again, another. of all the players that we haven't mentioned, Mark Noble is one of the but few that we didn't talk about. But Mark Noble better real been life good. than fantasy. Yes, correct. Um, but hey, nine, four, four, and six in his last four clean sheets will help you, and he's been good yeah, anyway. That's not Decent. bad. No, especially especially because I think uh, if you have Noble as a bench player, which I think my brother had, brother Matt had. Um, for a little while, Noble was on his bench. I don't know, I don't know how often he got into his lineup, but, I mean, that's, that's not a bad nope. bench player to have. No, it's certainly not. 
And Dimitri Payet, he is probably the best player to play in this league. I picked period. a good week to captain him. Yeah, that is a good yes, week. he did. Uh, he, yeah, probably probably your best fantasy option. He's one of those guys that you know, if there are guys that you are looking for that no one else owns, try to make up some ground. Payet's the one guy you have to own to keep up with everyone else because everyone has him. Yeah. And and if you're not, uh, if you don't have him, pick him up. He's only going to continue to be strong, I think, throughout the rest of the year. Pyatt's last five matches, 3-12, 4-7-12. pretty good. Yeah. Um, one 12s. thing that was a little concerning for me watching this game is West Ham comes back. Well, a cu- couple notes. West Ham comes back, but they they did it in, I felt like, a really unorganized fashion. There wasn't any, like, skilled, crazy, organized passing going forward. It was almost like... They were just doing it with with a controlled chaos of sorts as West Ham was putting these goals in. And it was like Everton was just there. They could do nothing to stop it. It was just like they were watching it. And if I'm an Everton fan, to have this type of talent, them to be 12th in the table, 38 points with nine games left in the season, how how are you... This is, is, isn't on a Mourinho-type level where Chelsea was 14th when they just came off winning the league. But if you're an Everton fan, that's unacceptable. And I don't know what Martinez is doing. You have Stones, who everyone seems to want. You have Lukaku, who everyone seems to want, along with with Barkley. I mean, you have someone kind of at each level of of the field, and you you can't get off the mat. I haven't analyzed their their play enough to know exactly what the problem is. But Not I to put the blame on and Baines. Yeah, no, they've got the roster. I, I mean, I it, I want to put the blame entirely on Roberto Martinez. You know, he was. I like him. I I just don't know. He's, he's got. He's a nice guy. His his analysis during ESPN's coverage of every World Cup is is good. fun. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he he was a bottom of the table manager with Wigan. Yeah. For several, you know, few years in a row. I mean, he had a big FA Cup win in there too, but. Uh, you know, he his teams always were in danger of relegation, and then he went to Everton. Somehow got a promotion out of this. Went to Everton. I'm not surprised they're in the bottom half of the table. I think if you put a different manager, a better manager with that roster, you're going to get a, a European. I think club again. second to Chelsea, they're the most underachieving mm-hmm. team in the no league doubt. right now. No doubt. It's a tough year. It's a tough year to perform. I mean, there's a lot of parity in the league, but Everton should be better than where they are. No doubt. The only downside to West Ham. You lose for sure. It's already represented in ESPN. You know for sure this weekend you don't get them. And on April twenty third, they have us. They're already they're in a postponement. Yeah. So you know already two weeks of West Ham. So as much as you, you, you know, it's great to have them. I, I don't know what it would take to drop anybody that's like a top. I don't know what it would take for you to drop Pyatt at all. Or right now, kind of Antonio. But either way, just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Watford, nil. Leicester, one. It's good. Lots of chances in this match. It's a good grind-out game for Leicester. Um, You'd say up the Foxes, but where are they going to go? Yeah, they're at the top, right? They can't go up anymore. Uh, Gomez has six saves, um, which... Which was pretty good. I mean, Leicester put shots on target. They had seven. Uh, but they shared the possession with Watford. I, I feel like both teams are best at when they're counterattacking. 
So it's like they just kept giving the ball back to each other, hoping to counterattack the other. Mm-hmm. Because no one really wanted to own possession. That's what it felt like at times. Like, no one was really comfortable at owning possession. So I felt like the game seemed a little sloppy at times. Just because both teams are at their best when they're counterattacking. Um, That's been the play against Leicester the last three matches, I think. Uh, teams trying to force them to uh, to possess the ball, yeah. and see what they do with it. It's it's showing it's having some effect because you know unless you uh, are playing players from the Leicester defense, and there's one or two out there that you probably should be playing. Uh, you know they're not getting a lot of points for their for their goal scoring, uh, just because they they've had to adjust to this new uh, a defense against them. So it, it has altered their. Um, fantasy values a little bit in my mind. Now, obviously, Riyad Mahrez scored the goal in this one. That was an impossible angle. The yeah. fact that he went... Uh, Another the, magic goal from him. Yeah, like, that, that was that Barcelona's was Riyad Mahrez. It's not happening. You're right. Every Arsenal's week. Riyad Mahrez. No, 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 that's not happening. No, Igalo is no, going to Arsenal. That's what the rumor is. Because yeah. he can't score. That's, uh, we like yes. players who can't score. Your words. Your words, not mine. So, um, I... This was bizarre to me, and I'll get a little bit of a soapbox. All right. So, players who score well, prices drop. Frankenhuth and Fuchs. Fuchs. Yeah. Fuchs had a great shot at the fourth minute, so early. Yeah, his price dropped this past week. Good, go get him. A tenth of a no, million dollars. No, I mean, don't get him. His ownership is ESPN, what are you doing? How do guys... Drop when they do well. How their value dropped? It just doesn't make sense. Someone explain that to me. It doesn't make sense. Send it as a request. Email somebody. Email. Send it a fantasy change. at espnfc.com. Don't Speak- try that. I don't. I don't know if that's real. <laughs> Speaking of Frankenhuth, did you see his? Did you see the the header that he had on a free kick in this match? I could have missed it. He. It's the header that a monster would make. <laughs> <laughs> that it's he, appropriate that he made it. It was a so there was a free kick that just got played out to the to the wing. It was just a normal cross and like like usual. He he and Scott Dan are like that that type of they're up there for a reason. It's because yeah. they win every header sure. in the box. Yeah, and they're they're just bigger than everyone. Yeah. Scott Dan, by the way, heard our Frankenhuth analysis last week and decided to go with with the, the head wrap with the head wrap. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who's? It's like he used his own head like a volleyball hand. <laughs> like he was up higher than everyone, and like Grog smashed it down. Yes, like or like like Donkey Kong t- yes. smashing a barrel or something. Like, but with his head on the ball. Straight into the ground, and it was only it was just because of where he put it. It was the it was just that he happened to put it straight down on the ground, straight in front of the keeper. Yeah, yeah, and he it went straight to keeper. Like <laughs> it was, but I, it's worth going to find and seeing like up in the air and just like his whole body straight down. Like, Brian is trying so hard for those of you listening. down onto the ball. Brian is I, trying to demonstrate this with his own body I want right to now. make his head mo- like motion and smashing the ball the mascot for the podcast. Like I want it to be or like somehow to you want to like I fear it might like, scare kids. Encapsulate that power. We, we capture that aggression and power into one photo. 
That would be fantastic. Um, Leicester play Newcastle this weekend. Yeah, I have a weird feeling about that one. I don't really? know why. Well, there are, you're wrong. I don't want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say right now you're wrong. Newcastle's off the edge. Newcastle. That's Newcastle's a, getting relegated. They might be. They also no. might be losing their manager. A lot of rumors they're losing their I manager. I think we can safely determine right now. It, it's down to four teams, and three of them are getting relegated. Villa's mm-hmm. out 100%. Villa's done 100%. Yep. Newcastle has to, Sunderland has to look at the I think Newcastle and Norwich yeah. are getting... And I don't think Sunderland is playing the best out of those three. They are. I don't know. Norwich... Has some fire. They, they yeah, play with they some are fire. So devastatingly unlucky. Yeah, that's true. Every they, week, <laughs> they have Cameron they, Jerome I trying to so, score for them. I feel so bad. Oh, no. for Therefore, them. they're not going to stay up. Nothing on Watford, right? Other than Gomez no. is a is Igahalo continues failed yeah. to continue to score. Gomez keeps making lots of saves. I mean, all the Leicester defenders a, had clean sheets. Dini's really good, but doesn't he, he had a shot directly at? Uh, Schmeichel. He's not scoring. Yeah, no. He scored three weeks ago, but that was it. Four weeks ago. Schmeichel's good. He's Schmeichel's worth better Schmeichel's, than I've given Schmeichel's him worth. For. Schmeichel's worth owning. Yeah, it's just so hard because up until recently he was, you know, Leicester giving up a lot of goals. They, 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 That's true. They, they weren't. Were, they weren't holding a lot of clean sheets. They were not, not scoring people. But now that things have changed, things have tightened up. We're in the stretch run of the season. We've mentioned though know, they're they're facing different kinds of uh, of of. Um, Drinkwater and Conte Attack. might be playing a little bit closer to that defense yeah. on the way out. I mean, they're they're now defending an eight-point lead with an Arsenal uh, three-point lead. Is that right? Is it three or five? It's on, five. It's five at Spurs. But the eight-point lead on Arsenal is the one that That's matters. the only one I care about, right? <laughs> um, so... So Arsenal centric in your analysis. So selfish. The Arsenal yeah, moment. We're gonna have to change it to the Arsenal five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what, it's not selfish. What? It's you, fandom. You need to develop more passion. So do you, Brian? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He we, needs a club need first. A, no, listen. I'll, and I'll tell you what I noticed. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've noticed, and we we can go back and listen to it. All right. Every time we bring up a club that we think Brian favors, mm-hmm. you know what he always because we always leave one out. And I think it hurts him a little bit. Mm. He always brings up, you know, Stoke. Stoke has a little mm. place there. I do. I we'll so get to Stoke. I'm just saying. I do have that. As I much as we've sure tried to pin him into the West Ham Spurs allegiance, I think he's already made up his mind on something. I honestly, not to go backwards because it's not good to go backwards. But I, I mean, it was a little tough. Everton got so ripped. I felt like in that. Game against West Ham. As much as I like West Ham, I really it was like, what? How can this happen? It was a lot of Lukaku. That was that was driven. Watching by West Ham love. get hands, like torn apart by a ten man Everton. Yeah, and yeah. just the just the chances over and over and over again. It was like, oh my. God. Crystal Palace one, Liverpool two. Tell me about that game, Scott. Uh, well. Let's have the Scott moment. Scott, just just give your thoughts. What were you thinking that when James Milner got his second yellow? I thought it was over. I thought it was over. It was the walk of shame, which was a really long walk at Crystal Palace. That was a long <laughs> walk. Um, to the corner of the to the corner of the stands. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was over. Uh, I kept watching. I wasn't sure why, uh, but then the little magician. He came on, Philippe Coutinho. 
Yeah, he, he changed things. He changed things around quite a bit. It was uh, great to get one point from him. Mm. <laughs> it's a my, shame. My happiest. Moment How do you feel about Coutinho picking him up a couple weeks ago and not Firmino? Uh, I think that I have a bunch of that's uh, the letter F. I think is written a lot here, and my, the note that I've got. However, yes, the only reason why I still have him, I'm not going to keep him this weekend anymore because he's too expensive to keep. But just ownership, he's not owned a lot. Four point eight percent. That's not a lot for at somebody all. who, you know, he doesn't play. Like that's the thing. It's all it's playing, rotation. It's playing time, and they're yeah. obviously going to rest him. And if he's going to be like there, if he's just going to be a weapon off the bench for thirty minutes, well, I mean, the Europa League. The Europa League is Liverpool's biggest competition right now. Yeah, and uh, so because Sturridge didn't play. You win that league, you get to the Champions. League. You get to the Champions League. I mean, and they only... have a better chance of winning that league currently than they do making cha- making yeah, top four. Yeah, Liverpool's although, seventh. Although the people in front of them to make top four haven't looked. No, and they're great. only six points about behind United City. And City. Yeah. City, don't listen. City, let's not forget they lost three before they played Villa this past weekend. So they won four nothing. But that's not really changing my mind much on how City's been playing. Yeah, but lucky them they get Norwich next week too. Liverpool, Firmino scoring a, what you would have to qualify as a lucky goal. Um, so I'm not counting it. I didn't think Palace goalkeeping could get any worse than Wayne Hennessy. And McCarthy showed me that I was wrong. Alex McCarthy. It's Alex, right? Alex McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yet, still in your face, most of the first half of the game was Adebayor and Balassi. But Adebayor. As much as I hate to admit it, you're, he you're was, right. He was everywhere, and he was aggressive, and he, looked he dangerous. was very lucky. He, he should have hit the header. Yes. He hit the header yes. from the corner um, that, that should have gone in. He hit the, hit the woodwork. The woodwork. He was, uh, I think he's my nominee for the Cameron Jerome uh, most wasteful player of the week. Oh, that's a great call. I think he's my. I think on. he's my nominee this week for the Cameron Jerome Award. Other than Nigahalo, oh, wasting wasting opportunities. That's true. Uh, goal scorers in this one: Joe Ledley for Crystal Palace. Hope you saw that one coming. And then uh, Firmino, we just mentioned, and Christian Benteke, the penalty at the end. The pen at the death, the last kick of the match. I followed the rule too. Liverpool way better after they went down to ten minutes. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. So I was, I was, as I was listening to the uh, and watching the show, it was the the announcer they had just made a substitution, and Milner had just brought in Coutinho, I believe. Yeah. And Milner moved to right back. Correct. And the announcer goes, I can't remember his exact words. You sent it to us. You're right. You, you look it up while I... Because if I try to re rephrase it, I'll screw it up like I do most things. But hey, no. it, it was very funny how you know they had just gone through this process of Milner dropping from, from midfield and then back to defense. And then it didn't even really happen yet when he picks up this second red. And it's a slide tackle from behind. Yeah, like, not that, a smart that, not That's going to be play. a card every time. You're already down one nothing. You're chasing a goal. Why would you make that type of a play? You're not buying any of the Liverpool strikers. No, for, for not the at exact all. reason that you just said. Yep, I'm you're not, ignoring not a Rigi. Rigi. You're ignoring Benteke. If Sturridge would Sturridge. play, 
He'd be an interesting Again, option. But he's going to be great for your Europa League fantasy the team. The only Sturge person I'm playing... I'm Sturge person. The only Liverpool person. The, the only Sturge person I'm playing is Daniel. It's Daniel. <laughs> I'm not playing any of his relatives. Um, but Firmino, last oh. five games, oh, and I could go back further. Stats. Don't even read this. 3 12 7 13 9. He, no one he's scored he's more top than ten him. in the league right now for fantasy yeah. purposes. He really is, and he's he kind of snuck up on me. He's uh, even he I watch every Liverpool match. I know, I know, I know. That's because you're jaded. I, I it's been a hard year. It's you're a anti <clears throat> anti own team. Like I don't want to believe that they're I good. wasn't though. Sort of. Then they were terrible, and then I said, "Well, Firmino was on off on off, but on his ons, it was like thirty points. It felt <laughs> like." And and the ons are happening more than the offs. And then that's true. The last four weeks. The last four weeks. 12, 7, yeah, 13, only, 9 again. On. And he is one of those rare players. He's, you know, in, in Klopp's rotation, he is getting time in both the he's not Premier coming. League and the Europa League. He's not League. leaving the lineup. Not, no, and not anytime soon. Um, James Milner. He wasn't right back for long. Now he is right back in the in dressing, dressing room. room. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. This weekend's action brought to you by Red Cards. <laughs> it's so true. Seeing red. Um, for Palace, Velocity looked really good and dangerous, but again, didn't. Not, not he didn't fantasy, score. Though, right? He didn't. Yeah, yeah fantasy wise, he didn't score. But it's someone that I probably keep an eye on. His value still went up even though he didn't score. Listen, I think you're looking at guys like Velasi if you believe Crystal Palace are going to turn this around. They're in the worst. They like, are speaking in of bad luck, a free fall, big time. Now, if you think that they're going to turn it around and get a few results, and Blassie might be part of that, you buy him. If you think that this is how it's going to end for Crystal Palace, then you avoid him. Their their other best player, Connor Wickham, wasn't even in the side. Picked no, up some picked sort up a of knock or injury, and so he he didn't play. Yeah. Hence the out of by your start. Glad I glad I bought him for this. But week. Wickham. Yeah. You know, for people who bought Wickham expecting him to play him this week, after he came off back-to-back 11s, scoring two goals yeah. in each of his last two games, um, you had to be disappointed. I was disappointed with Scott Dam. Mm. I sold Scott Dam. Yeah, as you should. Um, I should have sold him before his price dropped. <clears throat> I should have sold his him price dropped three weeks ago. Scott Dan's last five games, 11 2 2 one, one. Hmm. He loves yellow cards. I have not sold him quick enough. Yeah, me neither. And um, it's probably going to happen this week. So the first half he had the white head wrap. The second half he had the black head wrap. Which one's more fierce? Got to be black, right? Yeah, the white makes you look like a victim. <laughs> the, the white makes you makes it look like you're outside the Arsenal Tottenham game, just getting beat up and well, head but, bloodied and but somebody by the like him police. with dark hair. I think maybe the white rap is a little bit more shocking. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's also more of a. I don't know. That was interesting. Like, oh no, let's give him the black rap. You know, like let's rewrap it in the locker in the dressing room, but let's let's give him the the black rap this time. Interesting. I, I sold Scott Dam. Good for you. That was a good one. That was a good you one. Rubbing it in? Just no, no, it not at all. Not at all. Okay. West Brom. One. Manchester United. Nil. Someone, Juan Mata. Red card. Someone finally didn't get lucky. Suck it, United. 
I was kind of happy about this. Well, I, I was said too. To, I didn't say it because uh, I, I I apologize to all of our United results. listeners. I own what I own. No, no. You know what, United listeners? You know that you shouldn't have won the last two weeks, and you shouldn't have won this week because you're putting out an under eighteen team. So you know what, United fans? I don't feel sorry for you. I own Ben Foster. <laughs> Can I? Should we? I'm not rubbing that in either. But I've, I've had Ben Foster for a while. Yeah, no, it's been a good. He's been good. Yeah, he has been good. Did you start him over Butland? I started him over Butland. Look at you this week, and I because I said That's I wish move. I had said it during last week's podcast. Right. Just that if there's going to be a letdown, how is it not going to be with with a team of eleven? Under twenty ones. Yeah. Like at some point, it's right. just not. It they just can't, can't keep ha- riding it just the can't possibly happen. I agree. I felt like that. And it already happened two weeks. That bubble ago. would pop. Yeah, and it happened two weeks ago. Martial is really good. He, he is really good. I, he just is playing with no one around him. I feel like. Yeah, and that doesn't it doesn't help him. But that was the hope in starting Ben Foster this week was that they're defensively they're well organized. They've been play, They've gotten the results exactly what. Yeah, you know, kind of. We've said that Ben Foster has been really good. Thankfully, it paid off. A guy that we talked about around the middle of the season that a lot of people tended to own just because West Brom plays so conservatively uh, was Craig Dawson. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you played Craig Dawson this week, if you stuck with him, clean sheet. Yep. Uh, uh, Solomon Rondon with the goal. Dawson had multiple chances. Yeah, to score. he did. Yeah, he I, he tried. The I feel long, like he used but, to play center back, but now he's playing. Fullback, and it's getting forward. I feel like a lot yeah. more. He got real close on a just trying to like a long distance uh, volley mm-hmm. with the keeper out yep. a little bit. Yep. he got really close on at least one. Gardner kind of came back to earth this week he for did. West Brom, just in time for me to buy him. Of course, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean that's that's some of my luck. Usually is, yep. I'll get someone and then they'll be horrible. But yeah. Rondon scored again. Mm-hmm. Four in his last six. The sixty-sixth minute, and um, it's a really good goal. Like the cross into him was like a three-foot-high laser, and he somehow trapped it. And then before he trapped it in the air with his leg, and then before it hit the ground, got another kick on it. And De Gea didn't have enough time to react. I mean, it was a great, great goal. Knowing what we know right now about Rondon's form. If you're going to buy a West Brom striker, are you buying Rondon or are you buying Barahino moving forward? I feel like Rondon's a recipient of Barahino's work at times, and I would lean Rondon if you're going to buy one. If you're going to buy goals or assists, you buy goals, right? That, yeah, make, that makes sense. They do count more. <laughs> He's 12. <laughs> that is some hard-hitting analysis <laughs> from us. <laughs> buy goals. No wonder assists. we're doing this podcast. <laughs> if you're going to buy goals... By gold. <laughs> That's what needs to be on the plaque. With a in, net and a ball belief. going into it. Goals are better and than And Lukaku assists. from the penalty spot, taking the kick. Wait. Yeah, goals are more for... Oh, Rondon's 12th in scoring for forwards hey, for the season. West Brom, West Brom, who I thought about a month ago, was literally just horrible. Like, there wasn't one person worth owning... Not only does it seem like they could have a, you know, you could own Foster and We've feel pretty about good about guys, it. talked four guys, five guys. Yeah. Rondon and possibly even Gardner. It's just very surprising to me. But their last, like, four games, part of Premier League games, they beat Everton, they beat Palace, they drew with Leicester, and then they beat United. That's a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, they are on a good run. 
All right. Manchester City, four. Aston Villa, nil. The goals. Aguero put two in. Sterling got one. And the fourth one escapes me right now. Toure. Yeah, yeah, Toure. Yeah, yeah, first one. The first. yeah, don't you want to start with... What? Look, what? Who, look who came back. Jordan Ayew. <laughs> like he was in the game? He was in the lineup? Yeah, he started up front. That's all right. I, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I mean... That... Both the AU brothers uh, have dropped off the pace. This doesn't surprise me. City has been playing horrible. I already said this earlier. Aguero gets two goals, only really gets credit for one because of the missed PK. And if you did what I did, which is captain him, it's like minus six. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. It's just brutal. The way you to said that with a smile on your face, it's, it's admirable. I guess it's the only way you can yeah. deal with it at this Aguero point. Aguero had the hockey assist on Torre's goal. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, I just didn't, like, it took this till the second half to City to score. Like, like what took so long? Like, you know, why, I made a note here, why, why did it take City so long to find a key to the door that was just left wide open. Like, what's 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 up with that? I don't know. Because question. they're not in good form. It literally is like they had, they came out of the locker room and they looked around at each other and said, "Okay, who's going to score? Someone going to score this?" I don't have anything else to say. Aguero's a good well, own. Silva had ten points here. Uh, he had you know an assist and a clean sheet. Uh, I'm not going to probably own either one. If I was to own one, it would obviously be Aguero. They're at Norwich, then United at Burnmouth, West Brom. It's not a completely horrible schedule. No. And but they just haven't been in great form. And I noticed that ESPN FC's fantasy staff is recommending you max out on Manchester City players this week. For two reasons. One, they're playing Norwich, and two, there's only six matches. Yeah. That's just, it goes, every, it goes against everything that I, I believe in this year. One of the and we've talked about. One yeah. of the strategies that I personally am going to try to do is even if I have to, like, not. I'm trying to figure out if I need to save at least one transfer and possibly even start a defender who's not playing this week, only to save the transfers for a double match week. Because then I might end up being two of them coming up. So I'm just, just saying, figure out a way to survive. Even if you got to take a lesser week this week you'll be able to make those points up if you have transfers. Because if you have more transfers than the people you're playing against, it can definitely be to your advantage. This FA Cup quarterfinal weekend is ruining everything. It is. The only reason why, that was what I was going to say, the only reason why those guys are interesting is schedule. Yeah. They're they're expensive. I might lean Yaya over Silva if I was going to have to bring in one of those guys. But it's only because he's... He's significantly cheaper than Silva, and he's less owned. Yeah. Chelsea, one. Stoke, one. My candidate for the Cameron Jerome Wasteful uh, Striker of the Week was going to be Mame Duf until he put a goal in for Stoke towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Hold on, I don't get to do this often. It's Juf. I stand corrected. <laughs> wonder why I know this. Because... He has, listen, this is one thing that American sports needs to adopt, okay? The English, certain players get songs sung about them, and typically mm. it's pop songs that they, they throw their names into. The Juf is on fire. Wrong. Oh, but man, really that's close. a good one. 
<laughs> Joof! There it is! Oh. Joof! There it is! Oh, man. No, that's worse. That's fantastic. Like the roof is, the Joof is on fire. That's excellent. Maybe you should... Now that he's a Stoke fan. Yeah, I am going to... You need to get on the message to, boards. I will submit it to Stoke to Stoke You need the fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, find out what the fan club is. I don't know what their official fan club is, but go find it. Put it out there in the message boards. <laughs> Make this happen. You could put it... Do uh, Love Shack, Tin Joof, Rusted. <laughs> That's another one we could add that in. Look, the possibilities with the word roof and Joof... <laughs> Are endless. are as endless as there are songs with the word roof in it. Uh, wow. He, listen, Stoke stole a few points. Yes. They gained oh, a they point. They stole it. They stole it from Chelsea. Um, Is anyone interested that Bertrand Traore scored for Chelsea? That was a really nice goal. Yeah, but... Young kid got a chance a to score. Podcast. For fantasy purposes, it doesn't yeah. matter. If you want to take a chance, though, two goals and an assist in three three matches so far. Yeah, That's but as soon as, uh, as soon as they decide to play... Costa again goes away. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't play in the striker position. I don't think. I think I felt like he was playing in a in a wing position. He ended up in that striker position there. I, I can't bet my life on that. Uh, I'm not exactly up to Chelsea standards as maybe I yeah, should. Yeah, I be. wouldn't wager your life on something like that. Negative, but Chelsea. I thought standards. it was a really even game. Butland six saves. Yes. Huh. Um, yeah, he's not a bad. Like we, you know, we you were praised for. Mentioned Butland, and, but honestly, Butland had a good week too. You couldn't have lost either way. No, he was fine, and I. This was this is part of the Stoke resurgence that I believe in. I think you're back to some good Stoke here. We talked about back, good Stoke. Welcome back, Jack Butland. We talked about that was, good Stoke. That was three weeks ago, and we were. They haven't lost since. I think they're good. I I what I want. I mean, this, even this week, the theme can, player, they play at home against Southampton. The theme, oh, that doesn't scare you anymore no. now that Fraser Forster's not well, invincible. They found his, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When Shakiri plays, and I don't think she plays, when the Oompa Loompa is running around the field, um, good things happen. Shakiri almost scored again. His, the cross on Juf's goal yep. was headed straight for Arnautovic. Yep. Is Shakiri though... Is he the guy to own, or is he just better in real life? I, okay, so his number, I don't know, but his value went up .03. Uh, his last five games, 3, 6, 6, 10, 3. Not and bad. he was, and, but, and in this game, his I goal like last deserved. week was, was, a, was a laser. Yeah. He almost scored this week. If <laughs> The show's title has to have something laser. with lasers in it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah uh, no, I, I was gonna. It's not. There's no more puns. Stop. Uh, uh, there are never enough puns, ever. No, I, I. He's up. He's only six and a half percent owned. I, I want to add him. Yeah. I want to add him to but, the but team. But you don't know who to do it through, and or, I mean, you got to drop someone. Yeah, but I. It's just I, I don't know that I would go from. I don't. I wouldn't. I said I own Arnautovic. I still want Arnautovic. Yeah. Arnautovic is he's he's strong. He's a giant. Also, he has a, a he's just good. He's yeah. a, he's, he's really got a man good bun. together. Yeah, it's a terrible. Um, Stokes terrible. Stokes April schedule coming up, and I know that we're in March, but April coming up at Liverpool, Tottenham at City. Those are their 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 first three games in April. That's that's kind of a dangerous schedule. I mean, that's a tough schedule. It's a gauntlet. 
just yeah. saying, like, with Stoke players, if you have or own a couple, um, you know, I keep that in mind. William and Costa, for me, are the only Chelsea players continuing to worth having. William had a lot of chances in this game and just didn't get them done. He could be a candidate for... Uh, Ryan, your award that you wanted to give out this week to like most blowing. What was the award? I forget. Cameron Drone, most yeah. most wasteful player. Um, but th- this was a really fun game to watch, even though it's just one. Speaking of one-one finishes, Southampton one, Sunderland one. Sunderland lost two points in this. They really could have held out yep. a little bit longer. They would have gotten all three points. But Virgil Van Dyke VVD. Gets it in. That was a nice goal, too. That's what they call him? Or that's what you're calling him now? I don't know. Virgil van Dyke. It's, it seems pretty easy. You it? mentioned him about, I don't know, a month ago or so. And, and I he owned is him. an excellent option. I owned him for a long time in the first segment. I did not pick him back up just because they just weren't... It, it, it wasn't... He seemed like he was a... a Good strafender, David. Yeah, sure. He was he was involved in attacking a good bit, especially on set pieces, just because he's so tall. But yeah. they weren't doing anything. It wasn't until Fraser Forster came back that all of their defense became relevant, yeah. and that's when that's when Font and all of those guys were worth playing. His last five games: seven, seven, two, two, ten. Yeah, he's he's they've all been really good and worth owning. His value: seven. Point one had just dropped point oh two million dollars, so it it uh, it could be worth. In other words, it, obviously his value dropped, but he continues to score. Just I mean, if again, if you're looking at making changes at your defense, yeah, Southampton is playing this week. Yeah, and if you own Jose Font, he who was red carded, and you're desperate for players, not be playing. Yeah, it was a bad time for a red card, Jose Font. Thanks a lot. Oh, did you happen to own him, Scott? You know I do. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Jermaine Defoe scoring for Sunderland. Uh, by the way, do you know, we, we talk a lot about the defenders. We talk a lot about uh, striker options. We've talked about that uh, in past shows for Southampton. Top scoring midfielder for Southampton. Do you know who it is? Uh, Dusan Tadic. Tadic. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, not playing him. <laughs> <laughs> Top scoring midfielder for Southampton. No, no. I think earlier in the year, I, f- I really felt good about him. And for some reason, I don't know if he got injured or whatnot, but it just kind of fell off the radar. And, and uh, I mean, you know. I'd have to go back and check for sh- to confirm this. I'm pretty sure I picked him up for one week in the first segment. Yeah. Played him that week. And then dropped He scored him. a goal that week and then dropped him immediately the next week. So I'm pretty sure I did have him for one week in a week that he scored a goal. That has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Appreciate that. <laughs> Newcastle, one. Bournemouth, three. The match that m- probably ended Steve McLaren's career as a Newcastle manager. Yeah. Steven Taylor with an own goal. Uh, King and Daniels. Charlie Daniels. Up the cherries! Again, Charlie Daniels. Up putting the pink in. cherries! Yeah, those pink jerseys. Those they kits. like bright. They are. Fuchsia. They are something. Like, I thought maybe there was something wrong with my screen when I was mm-hmm. watching like maybe they were the red was just somehow bleeding through or, or it was a weird <laughs> you know but no man those were really pink those are, those are pink really pink uh, Iosi Perez scoring for Newcastle but it didn't matter everyone talks about best goals of the season can we nominate Perez's goal for the most meaningless goal <laughs> of the season yeah Is especially there, if you own Daniels 
which we all do. Well, I'm saying even for Newcastle, like, is that like one of the most absolutely pointless goals? A, a ball that went into the net for a team that has nothing, and no. it didn't do anything for them. It was no morale boost. It had nothing to do with the 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 outcome. Nothing. It's just a shame. I know in January we talked about Newcastle because they spent the most money of all the clubs in the January transfer window. Steve McLaren was given a couple months, well, six weeks, to work with those guys, and nothing has come of it. If, if anything, they've gotten worse. And uh, as we've mentioned already, it sounds like maybe he's on his way out. There's already rumors that maybe David Moyes will take the position. We'll see. That's interesting. Now, does that give Newcastle a boost, or are they just sagging to the bottom no, of the table? They're, they're getting really All right, good. All right. just checking. I don't just know checking. how they're quali- I mean, If you think that they're going to be boosted by this, though, how there are guys big, out there to buy. How big is the Tynes? Is it Tynes Ware Derby coming up between Newcastle and Sunderland? That game's coming up, and they're and it's both always vicious. There fighting, will be red cards. It's going to be so good. Yes, those are yes. really valuable points. That's going to be that's going to be an interesting watch. If there was a boost to be had, I would want Wijnaldum because Wijnaldum is Wijnaldum looks really good. Every time I I watch, but he just doesn't get the points. It's just no. a it's just a tough thing. Matt Ritchie, that's the only other. He set guy. up Joey King. Yeah, but Matt Ritchie two straight now with an assist, seven assists for the season, only two point four percent ownership on a guy who's the number twenty midfielder. Matt Ritchie not, last five games three seven four seven six. Still not convinced that he's not Eddie Howe in disguise. Listen, that's so true. When you made that point, I've studied those faces. I can't tell them apart. He's right in that mid-tier price too. Six point three. I don't. I. I. If you're looking for, if you're near the top of the table and you're looking for a steady midfielder, like a fourth midfielder or something, he's not a bad choice. No, not at all. He's going to play every match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Swansea Norwich played too, but FIFA's president, the new president Gianni Infantino, was in the stands. He bought a Swansea black and white striped tie at halftime in the gift shop. That's interesting. I think that's the only thing we need to talk about with that match. Oh, come on, Sigurdsson. <laughs> All right, Gilfie Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson doesn't get scored the only goal. And Sigurdsson had an amazing chance on a free kick what? late Infantino, in the game. Infantino, though, he was there. He got Swansea. to see it. That's an important yeah, point to make. Absolutely. Swansea is in six. Are you buying Infantino for your fantasy I mean, team? he's getting my honorary half fantasy point. For this week, Swan- for buying a tie—that's classy move. Going yeah, to a Swansea match, buying a tie, and it was a nice one. It was black and white striped, you know, kind of a Euro-looking tie. It was very nice. Swansea, sixteenth place. They're eight points above seventeenth. Okay, so the, yeah, the, they're out. Yeah, there's they're a safe. huge gap yes, there. Yes. But my point is this: the only reason why they're there is because of Sigurdsson. Yeah. He single-handedly has probably lifted them those eight points. Yes. By himself, because he's the only one that seems to score. The only other thing I have to say about this game, I, Norwich in my notes, nor equals poop. That's all I have to say about them. Uh, Swansea underachieving. What happened to Gomis and Ayu? Yeah, they were At hot one point, they were must-owns in the yeah. first segment. Yeah. And it's like, are they even on the field anymore? I don't Gomis understand. not much. No, he's Gomis not. not. And Ayu's out there, but they he's have not. Ayu ha- uh, has the hazard problem. By the way, Ned didn't mention this. Hazard, you still haven't scored yet. You suck. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are you trying to berate him, man? Uh, because he's a Chelsea player and he's been horrible. Scott, you mentioned Wes Houlihan in previous weeks. Yes. If you're really feeling lucky, uh huh. Nathan Redman. Yeah, he's Nathan Redman has looked weeks. really good. He had a strong start, 
at the beginning of the season was good at the beginning, dropped way off, <laughs> just like the rest of the team. But he still has five goals, two Nathan assists Redmond on the season. Will not be playing for Norwich next year because they'll get relegated. And he's a good player on a really crappy team that has to rely on Cameron Jerome to score goals, and uh, he'll be playing somewhere else. He's five. And There's and better half, days ahead, Redmond. He's, he's five and a half dollars. If if you if you're in a money bind, why not? Why not? Robbie Brady played for Hull last year. They got relegated, moved to Norwich. Now Norwich is about to get relegated. Hull's going to come back up, probably. It'd be funny to see Robbie Brady back at Hull next year. I can see it. And we'll be talking about whether or not he's worth owning next year. Next year, that's right. Hey, uh, anyone else have anything pertinent? Any more Infantino comments? I mean, I think uh, he's a solid defensive play in a week that is short on solid defensive plays. This is true. My one advice this week, make sure that a player you have in your starting lineup is actually playing. There's four games not being played that were originally scheduled this week, so keep that in mind. Yep. Until next time.